I've been waiting a long time for this. All talk, no shock. From the Emerald City of Seattle, it's the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, Transformers, independent artists, interviews, Transformers, and stuff and things. Also sometimes Transformers. And now, here he is, the man who has a master's in advanced burrito, Mike Seibert. Thank you, and welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host, if you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, call the Mike Seibert Radio voicemail hotline, 231-224-MIKE. That's 231-224-6453. And right into the mailbag, Radio at gmail.com. And this week's show is jam-packed featuring my interviews with some really great fan artists that I met during TFCon Toronto 2019. Plus, I've got an advanced copy of Word Burglar's new album, Spaceverse, and I'll share a few of those dope tracks, including a collaboration with a certain Cybertronic band. All that and more on this all-new episode of Mike Cybert Radio, but first, let's kick things off with some shout-outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out I actually talked about this at the end of last week's episode, but I want to remind you about Whitaker Weinberger's upcoming birthday on the 11th of September. Um, he's a he's a brave little dude that's fought cancer his whole life. Uh, he's uh, he survived stage four cancer and uh, usually doesn't feel well on his birthday. And and he loves Bumblebee. So um, his mom thought it would make his day if on the morning of his birthday, the streets of their neighborhood would be filled with yellow cars and he could see a sea of bumblebees as uh, as they walk to school. So if you're in the Alexandria, Virginia area on the morning of Wednesday, September 11th and have a yellow car or know somebody that does, head to the corner of Woodbine and Crest Streets uh, before 7 a.m. You got to get there before 7 and you can help make this kid's day. I, uh, I, I for one, I put a lot of value you on birthdays and that's what a lot of my favorite memories are attached to uh so i think this is a really great opportunity to be um a part of something really special uh that'll be uh with wit his whole life and uh more than that um cancer sucks and i know it touches us all and it touches us in different ways uh, but this um this story really got to me when I first heard it, and um I I've uh you know I I talk about this in more detail uh during uh last week's episode uh episode uh, two twenty nine but um yeah I'm I'm just glad to uh, be able to help spread the word and I uh, and I want to give a uh, shout out got a shout out a uh, reporter Jay Korf uh for doing the story to begin with and uh, and for sharing updates as well as other uh content creators and podcasters like the uh, Transmissions guys uh Burr Martin the Selfie Dad and Autopod Decepticast just to name a few 
And I think Ant from uh, Transformers University might still be working on a video as well. And of course, thank you uh, for help spreading the word as well. And I'll uh, I'll have the original uh, ABC7 uh, WJLA news story uh, linked in the show notes so you can check that out as well. And uh, obviously, thanks again to Yoshi and Greg uh, for being my guests during last week's podcast uh, to talk about Transformers Reanimated their rejected IDW comic book script that's now available as fan fiction on their website, transformersreanimated.com. This week, uh, they actually just posted an audio recording of them reading the script aloud uh, that, that kind of breathes some new life into that script and that story. It's a lot of fun, and you should definitely check it out. And if you'd like to be a part of this project, uh, which is a story bridging the gap uh, between the end of Season 2 of the original Transformers cartoon and Transformers the movie... Uh, hit them up uh, using the uh, contact link at the website. Again, that's TransformersReanimated.com. Uh, they're looking for illustrators, and and now apparently they're also looking for voice talent uh, to bring those scripts to life because it's not likely we're going to see this as an IDW comic book anytime soon. Uh, I mean, you're welcome to tweet at IDW Publishing, um, asking them to actually solicit uh, Yoshi and Greg's script uh, and get it through the front door if uh, if you'd like to help. Um, it's a great concept, and, and, you know, I like supporting independent artists doing their thing. It's, uh, it's kind of my thing. So, uh, so coming up next, uh, we are going to head back to Artist Alley of TFCon Toronto 2019 and first check in with artist Tommy Deer who does work for IDW Comics, and then uh, we'll hear from over a half dozen fan artists. We're going to talk about fan fiction and zines and shipping and OTPs and so many other things that I uh, I really didn't know that much about. Um, it is going to be a lot of fun. You don't want to miss any of it. But before we get there, here's a tune called Cyber Tyrannosaur from Word Burglar off his latest album, Space Verse, which is available right now out on Bandcamp. You're listening to Mike Cyber Radio. Straight out Icon. I've been scribing on Cybertron since before the primes first turned the high beams on. Ride along with the pride of Ironhide. I'll be kind, recording everything like rewind. I am the all spark alpha to Zeta Prime. Diaclone, way ahead of my time. Optimus Primal, transforming with a monkey on my spinal. Stunticons, junkions. Rector, turn you into a trash can. With the wreckers, ready for my last stand. The OGG1 got you tripping on my whole body of work. Ripticon, inflict upon like Scorponok, fast track. They forgot I was a leader like Ratbat. Flipping scripts inside, Thundercracker. You'll never change me back, Action Master. Cybertronicer, Cybertron's chronicler. Transforming my thoughts into a monitor. So you can see, not rolling your odometer. I'm no pawn, I'm more than meets the moniker. Cybertronicer, Cybertron's chronicler. Transforming my thoughts into a monitor. So you can see, not rolling your odometer. I'm no pawn, I'm more than meets the moniker. You know the vibe I'm on is Cybertron. Sideswipe, 
wiper sideways if you ride bikes to five types on a night beat. I write sights. Streetwise on more beats than prowl. Live through the wars of the beasts as an owl. More than meets the eye, the more you learn though. Like grapple looks sort of like orange inferno. Come on, I know you know it's weird. Like how does Alpha Trion grow a beard in my world? I don't hear Bumblebee mumbling. I'm too busy running things like Thunderwing. Keep bumbling while I brainstorm with Chrome Dome. Tell a friend to tell Teletran to phone home. Then tell it like it is. Keep applying facts. Remember who you are first, like Orion Pax. Till all are one, go ask G-Axis. Don't get a big head, Fortress Maximus. Cybertronicer, Cybertron's chronicler. Transforming my thoughts into a monitor. So you can see, now rolling your odometer. I'm no pawn, I'm more than meets the moniker. Cybertronicer, Cybertron's chronicler. Transforming my thoughts into a monitor. So you can see, now rolling your odometer. I'm no pawn, I'm more than meets the moniker. Pound for pound is going down with the squad when I'm in town. I'm probably found with Hound, a Mirage in a garage, Dodge, or get toast like Ejector. I see what you're up to, Perceptor. Age of Extinction, nah, back like Vector Sigma. Saw love like RC and Springer, Sunstreaker. Rolling out to hunt seekers, jazz tracks and blaster from speakers. Eject, rumble, get played. Wind charger, wind shear, wind blade. Before Megatron was mining Energon, I was with Primus, piling engines on. Save the hijinks for Skylinks. Time to rock, slag sludge with a snarl. Dinobots swoop, there it is. Me Grimlock, ceiling sound waves, mint inbox. Rhinox, Target Master, Haywire, frequent. Astro train flyer, triple changer, ricochet, stop sulking, pretenders get cracked open, skull grin, skull cruncher, bludgeon, you bet it hurts, get to work like a ratchet, red alert, my words save lives, let them speak for every sentient being, even creme Zeke. You know the vibe I'm on the Cybertron. Welcome back to Mike Cyber Radio. I am your host, and we are here on the show floor of TFCon Toronto 2019. Uh, you can hear the hustle and bustle of the crowds <laughs> as they're going through here at Artist Alley. And I am hanging out at the uh, table for uh, Tommy Deer. He's uh, um, he's an illustrator for uh, Transformers comics for IDW and other cool stuff as well. And yeah, just wanted to take a couple minutes and sure. uh, uh, chat with you about what you're working on and what you cool. got going on thanks um so right now um i i'm actually working on <coughs> star trek uh, year five. Oh uh, yeah for people who might not be familiar idw is uh doing uh what if star trek did a year five of the original series mm -hmm. so uh i'm working on issue five and six right now uh doing the colors i'm doing the colors for, nice. for that book yeah um let's see what else um i actually have a cover coming out uh, for Transformers issue 10, uh, probably about two weeks, mm -hmm. I, I drew and colored the cover. And I think the other thing I might be having uh, coming out pretty soon is the Star Wars Adventures Annual. Oh, nice. And um, uh, again, for IDW. Yeah. And I did the colors for, for the cover for that particular book. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, so how long have you been doing work for IDW Comics? 
Uh, let's see. So I, I probably started in 2010, so I'm going on 10 years now wow. with IDW. Um, and I'd say probably a little bit longer working for, uh, professional. I started off with uh, Fun Publications mm -hmm. in uh, 2006, and I, I was with them right up until the last BotCon in 2016, I think it was. But yeah, so almost 10 years now for IDW. Wow, very cool, very uh, very prolific. Of uh, so, of some of those projects that you've worked on, what uh, what are some of your favorites? Well, I primarily have worked on Transformers, mm -hmm. uh, so but I I've also worked on um, GI Joe, Godzilla, um, Mask, uh, the first Strike event, the um, uh, Revolutionaries, oh, yeah. Yeah. and I, of course. I got into comics. One of the main things that really drew me in was Transformer comics. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know if I have a specific favorite issue that I I worked on. Sure. Uh, but it, you know, just to be a part of the the franchise is is just so so rewarding. Um, I will say that my first IDW gig was on a GI Joe uh, book, uh -huh. and. Uh, one of the cool things I think that was um, particularly re rewarding about working on that book is I collected G.I. Joe um, back in the 80s and I could still remember uh, picking up issue one, uh, 1982, I yeah. guess, 1983, and uh, being just really hooked. That's probably the first comic book series that I collected was, mm -hmm. was G.I. Joe. So the first work that I got at IDW is when IDW picked up the from where the original Marvel series left off with the Larry Hama writing the, the book. Yeah, just yeah, like the he real did, American yeah. hero book. Yeah. So uh, I actually, you know, I was seven years old when that book came out. And, you know, fast forward uh, 30 something years later, um, I got to work on that series with Larry Hama. So uh, um, cool. I don't know if the, the interior was my favorite work that I ever did, <laughs> but uh, I'd say that that was probably one of the most rewarding books that I ever worked on because mm -hmm. it was, you know, since I was a kid, uh, this dream, yeah. That's cool. I mean, dreams coming true. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So uh, this is a question I usually save for uh, the end, right. but I guess since we're kind of on uh -huh. it now, um, uh, so I like to ask my guests uh, kind of like a, a three-armed, three-legged stool type of question. You know, okay. Kind of like what what your biggest challenge is, um, what uh, what's your ultimate goal, mm -hmm. and then uh, most importantly, what advice you would have for folks that uh, that want to uh, pursue their own artistic interests. All right. Um, so in terms of challenges, <laughs> it's going to sound funny, but I think the biggest challenge right now is age. Sure. Uh, I'm in my early 40s now, and um, doing all-nighters is, uh, is uh, more difficult than it was when I was in my 20s or in my 30s. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, if I'm d doing a full book of 20 pages uh, coloring, um, that's going to take up maybe a, a night uh, is uh, a page a night so uh, that's almost a whole month that I'm going to be working every night and I'm talking till maybe 3 o'clock in the morning because I do have a day job I, I do work as a graphic artist during the, during the day um, so right now in, in my early 40s it's becoming increasingly difficult to um, do full books so I have the opportunity now 
to cherry pick a lot of my projects. Yeah. So like right now, as I mentioned, I'm working on Star Trek. That's it's a dream come true kind of uh, book because I am a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. So um, I'm pushing through each page right now, right? <laughs> and uh, and of course I I have three kids. I have a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all of these things really factor in. Uh, it's it's a real difficult thing to uh, to put in that kind of effort, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and deadlines, of course, deadlines are always a challenge. Absolutely, uh, and it kind of coincides with uh, uh, the the amount of time that you're putting into a given project. Uh, the second question was uh, ultimate goal. Kind of like what's the, what's the dream? Yeah, um, you know, I I, I I had to come to terms with it uh, early on in my my comics career that sequential art is uh, probably not uh, my my strength. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm really interested in really becoming a cover artist. I've, yeah. I'm somewhat succeeded in in, uh, in doing some covers for IDW. Uh, they are getting more frequent, fortunately, and uh, I hope at some point that that will be my primary occupation uh, in comics is is doing cover art, so drawing and, and coloring. Nice. So so that's the ultimate the ultimate goal. Um, and to do do some more work on Star Wars uh, adventures and, and Star Trek and these titles that I've I've loved since I was a kid, and uh, and in terms of advice that I would give somebody, mm-hmm. um, I could still remember uh, being in my third year of illustration and design when I was in college, yeah. and uh, one of my teachers always told us, "Get the job, worry about how you're going to do it later." So okay. um, I guess. It's natural for somebody to be intimidated when they take on uh, or if they're offered uh, uh, something that, you know, is, is, is so overwhelming maybe yeah. to, to them. So the advice that he, he gave us was just take the job and worry about how you're going to do it later. And uh, I think that's kind of nurse guided me through a lot of uh, yeah. my, my career. Uh, there were times where I, I, I couldn't imagine how am I going to pull this off mm-hmm. in terms of time and ter- can I even pull off that quality of work that's expected but I I just took the job and I worried about it later and it and it's worked out for me so far <laughs> very cool yeah. well uh, uh so the next thing I wanted to uh, mm-hmm. talk about is um you're uh, you're a huge advocate for indigenous creators yes and I was wondering if you could spend a little bit of time talking about that because um, it's all you know um in, in a time where we're seeing a large number of uh, diversity and representation, right. uh, you know, both in characters as well as the folks behind uh, the books, there are still uh, members of the population that are maybe underrepresented. Sure. And so, yeah, I thought maybe we could talk about that for, for yeah, a couple minutes. Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, in, in, in most indigenous cultures, and, and I do have to stress that each indigenous nation has a distinct culture, mm-hmm. um, but there are some commonalities uh, that exist between between these nations. And one of these commonalities is uh, is storytelling. So uh, a lot of indigenous cultures uh, have a strong oral tradition, um, and uh, and I think that comic books and indigenous people who are in comic books right now are an extension to that that kind of storytelling. Uh, tradition yeah. in, in our in our communities, so uh, I'm really I've been pleased to, with the advent of social media, yeah. uh, been able to to recognize uh, different indigenous artists that are out there where I might not have 
known how many were out there to begin with. Right. Uh, so um, over the past few years, um, just so encouraged to see indigenous creators being a part of really big projects mm-hmm. and not not that necessarily the the subject matter is uh is an indigenous uh, s- subject but they're indigenous creators and they're indigenous storytellers and mm-hmm. and, and they're they're making a um a footprint in the in the industry right. and i think that that's just uh one step closer to uh creator projects that are indigenous themed so uh for example uh i do have another aspiration to self-publish one day and uh, some of the stories that I do have in mind are uh, that they do focus on indigenous issues and on indigenous uh, characters Mm -hmm. Uh, so at some point when things loosen up for me I'd like to take the opportunity to to try to move those kind of uh, ideas and stories forward and um, again luckily for social media I could uh, network with other indigenous creators that yeah. are out there and and uh the sky's sky's the limit when it comes to collaboration so uh it's definitely an encouraging time right now very cool very cool well um before uh before i let you go because i i see some folks kind of coming back and forth <laughs> looking looking at the yeah, merch looking yeah. at your awesome prints right. um and uh all the cool stuff so i don't want to hold you up from uh potentially selling some stuff but sure. could you let folks know where uh they can connect with your work mm-hmm. on the internet okay and how uh we can get in touch with you on the social medias sure uh so i i have a presence on twitter and on instagram i do post a lot of my artwork uh, on on both platforms, um, both uh, my Insta- Instagram and Twitter handle is the same thing. It's at the Wiesende. I'll have to spell it for for folks out there. It's T E Y O W I S O N T E. So again, that's at the Wiesende. Nice, yeah. and we'll have a link in the show notes also, so folks can click on that uh, uh, very easily. Um, yeah. Tommy, this has been a pleasure. Uh, thank you so yeah. much for uh, sharing your art with sure. me and uh, telling me some stories. And yeah. and have a have a great rest of your show. Thanks. So on Sunday afternoon, you know, in the uh, closing hours of the convention, uh, TFCon Toronto 2019, I uh, made my way back. Into Artist Alley, and after talking with Tommy Deer, a uh, great conversation with him, I decided it would be fun, and in uh, keeping with the spirit of my podcast, that, you know, in instead of trying to score the uh, quote-unquote big-name artists, um, um, I suppose, you know, like uh, the folks that, you know, ha- have their names on banners and sponsored and whatnot, instead of trying to get the big-name artists for, uh, for interviews... I I thought it would be I thought I could learn more uh, from the fan artists uh, side of Artist Alley. And it was kind of interesting how the geography was set up. First of all, it, it, it was the most well lit Artist Alley I think I've ever been to. It was uh, it was in a hallway. I mean, literally. And that was another thing. Artist Alley at TFCon in Toronto was literally an alley. It was a hallway. Uh, one side was uh, glass windows that, that kind of faced the outside of the hotel. And and uh, so on one side, there was the um, 
uh, I, I guess I would say marquee artists, you know, more, uh, you know, like Alex Milne and uh, Livio Ramadelli and and uh, and so on. And on the other side of it was uh, was the fan artists that you usually kind of see kind of peppered throughout the uh, uh, show floor and exhibitor area. I, I thought it was cool that uh, the con organizers put all of the artists together in in uh, one area. But anyway, like like I said, I thought I could learn more uh, from uh, chatting with the fan artist. So that's what I did. I, um, you know, I, 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 I chatted with one artist and then another and then another and then just uh, just kind of made my way down the line until basically the uh, the end of the convention. Plus, the batteries were starting to run low in my uh, uh, digital recorder. But it uh, um it reminded me of something from um, uh, something that Aaron from Autopod Decepticast told me recently when he was listening uh, to my episodes about Sidefest, uh, Sidefest Northwest, uh, that he uh, he likes hearing from uh, folks and creators that are actually in uh, the fandom and are very connected to it and and uh, making their art unlike say you know uh, folks and creators that did work for the franchise like 30 years ago and that's kind of like the island uh, that they that they still live on and um, it, it was just it was just a blast I I had um, I had a really great time doing these interviews, and I hope you enjoy these stories as much as I did hearing them uh, uh, when I was there on the show floor. So uh, uh, check it out. All right. So um, when you're ready, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, and, and let's uh, let's talk about your art. Um, okay. Um, my name is David Stevens. I'm a freelance artist from Sarnia, Ontario, currently living in Brampton, Ontario. Oh. Um, I'm a graduate from St. Clair College's program of animation, and uh, I, I sell prints at TFCon and other shows, and I'm mainly trying to get work as a comic artist or as a 3D model or concept artist in the animation industry. Oh, wow. That's, so, that, so you're uh, uh, quite artistic, it, it would seem. You, you've uh, got a few different interests. Yeah. I've, I mean, I, I used to enjoy drawing when I was a kid, when mm-hmm. I was drawing on the walls. In, in all the rooms when, when mom and dad kept telling me not to and yeah. I kept doing it anyway um, I kind of started taking it a little more seriously when I was in uh, grade 6 mm-hmm. um, but of course by that point the most I was doing was um, tracing Dragon Ball Z pictures Very I had cool. this little picture picture book of like Goku and Vegeta and all of them and I'd just trace over that and then I decided you know I want to do this for myself so by high school yeah I was doing, doing stuff from scratch doing mm-hmm. Transformers Gundam uh Marvel, DC, mostly anime, but I was kind of starting to move more into comics by that point. Okay, very cool. Well, um, so we're obviously here at TFCon Toronto uh, 2019, and I was walking up and down Artist Alley, and I just happened to come across your table. Uh, a couple pieces uh, caught my eye, like the uh, you've got uh, the Venom cons here, and a and a and a really sick uh, Transformers animated blur. And um, as as we were chit chatting for for a couple uh, off mic, um, you were starting to share with me a little bit about kind of being a fan artist, uh, not necessarily like, you know, one of the, I, I guess, using air quotes on a podcast, you know, like a official commission. Just, just, just imagine I'm doing air quotes right the, now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that's a, that's a scene that I don't really know all that much about. So I was wondering if you could talk about, you know, being a fan artist and having a table here at TFCon and what all kind of goes into that. 
Well, I mean, for for fan art, I mean, a lot of a lot of artists, especially online, tend to do a lot of original work. But unfortunately, in from my experience, I'm not sure if it's the same for anyone else. Um, doing original work doesn't always exactly get a, get a whole lot of attention, unless mm -hmm. it's super spectacular stuff. Um, so sometimes it's best to branch out into things like anime or comics or TV or what have you, and do fan art of that because that then you can kind of draw an audience from those fans. And then as you start to build an influx of like followers online, then you can start putting up your original stuff and they'll take okay. notice of that. Um, but as for fan artists doing stuff at conventions, I mean, yeah, it is, again, more about getting exposure, but also, mm -hmm. you know, ma making, making a little money on the side. Okay. Uh, in my case, I'm doing it to kind of also get some attention of like some of the big wigs here, some of the official artists or yeah. some of the reps from IDW or Hasbro. Um, I also go to Fan Expo occasionally. I don't sell art at Fan Expo, but I go for the portfolio evaluations because some of the execs from Marvel and DC will mm -hmm. sometimes look at your portfolio. Um, oh. Because unfortunately, applying for it online is not exactly possible anymore because they get so many online submissions mm -hmm. that for the most part, most uh, studios, if they see an email saying, look at my portfolio, they're going to delete it right away. They're not even going to look at it. Right, right. So the only way you can really get attention, if you're trying to get, you're trying to break into that industry, is go to conventions, get a table. I mean, it's expensive, um, but I've almost gotten in a couple times because of it. <laughs> nice. Very cool. Well, I was wondering if you could talk about some of the uh, selections of prints that, that you've got here and um, kind of what goes into what type of uh, art you bring to, uh, to, say, a fan convention or a TFCon. Uh, well, in the case of TFCon, I, I mentioned this again off, off mic, um, how I... For, for a while, I was trying to base my drawings based on what voice actors were going to be the guests that year. So if David Kaye was the guest, then the goal would be to make as many drawings of Megatron or Optimus or Lugnut or um, Hardshell and say, okay, if you, want to, if you want David Kaye's autograph, give me money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then sometimes, sometimes, like in the case of the blur picture, I'm kind of paying homage or parodying something. So like the blur picture was a parody of the DC's New 52, The Flash. Um, and I did something similar with this Tarn picture here. Uh, you can't really see it, but you'll probably see it somewhere. Yeah. Um, which was, it was meant to reference an old Marvel G2 cover of Alas, Poor Bludgeon. Oh, yeah, okay. With um, Megatron holding up Bludgeon's head. Unfortunately, Tarn is way too thick for me to do that, so I had to do it a little differently this time. <laughs> He's all shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part, um, I try to figure out who's coming in advance, so I kind of watch the TFCon page very closely. Yeah. And then I say, okay, this actor's coming, this actor's coming, I'll try and do character, I'll do drawings of these characters. And I do them by hand, by pencil, Yeah. and I'll do the inks traditionally, or I might do them on the computer. And then I color them via Photoshop or Clip Studio Paint. Mm -hmm. uh, Usually, all in all, depending depending on how complex it is, um, I can probably get one done in about a week, two weeks tops. Wow, very cool. Yeah, I um, yeah I, I was not blessed with the drawing bug, so I uh, anyone so, can yeah. draw. Anyone can draw. Well, and that kind of brings me into like the the next uh, arm of uh, questions I wanted to ask before uh, before we wrapped up and and get your contact info out there. What um, so usually what I what I like to ask folks is I kind of call it like the like the job interview style questions. It's kind of like a three legged stool of like, um, what's your biggest challenge as an artist? Uh, what's what's the dream? 
and then uh, finally, what uh, what advice you would have for uh, folks uh, looking to do their own artistic pursuits and interests? Well, um, let's see. Uh, well, like I said, uh, any, anyone can draw. Um, a while back, back when I was still living in Sarnia, mm -hmm. uh, my mom's a, my mom's a school teacher, and so she'd occasionally have it have me come in and teach her art class, and I teach her students how to figure draw, and I teach them the basics I teach them from the ground up some some people say they can only do stick figures or they can only do circles and I say good that's the first step so now I'm going to show you how to go the rest of the way um, uh, the end the end goal for me is to become a penciler for Marvel Marvel is the dream job uh, as you're rocking a uh, Venom Space Knight uh, as, a I am, as I am um, and the only advice I can really give anyone is just Keep doing what you're doing. Don't let anyone tell you any different. Do, draw what you want. Do what you want. Uh, and have fun with it. Um, some people say art is suffering. I say art, art, art can be... Art can be fun and art can be suffering. Suffer for your fun. I don't know. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It can be, it can be two things. Well, uh, uh, David, it's been a real pleasure getting to know you and, and learning more about your art here. Um, how can folks uh, get more exposure to your art, uh, find you on the Internet, and how to uh, connect with you I, on social medias? I have a Tumblr, a Twitter, a Facebook, and a DeviantArt, but I'm primarily on the Twitter page. Okay. Um, so uh, you can find me at... Um, Twitter.com slash D Stevens art. It's all one word. Uh, letter D Stevens art. And then on Tumblr, it's D Stevens art gallery .com. Perfect. Very cool. Um, any uh, parting words before, uh, before I let you get back to uh, trying to sell your prints? <laughs> um, just keep doing what you're doing. Enjoy the show and have fun. Transform and roll out and all that jazz. There it is. All right. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thank you. So in uh, in your own time, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and let's uh, let's talk about some of your art. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, my name is Billy, but I also go by Cosmic Danger pretty much everywhere. Um, I'm a freelance artist and uh, I also do comics for oh, some cool. indie publisher people. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much just my life. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, uh, uh, well, I, I was making my way down Artist Alley here at mm -hmm. uh, TFCon uh, Toronto, and I, I came across a, a lot of your arts that I just had to stop and take a look at, including uh, your dangly keychains and some of your adorable stickers that I just I, I can't resist. <laughs> um, so what I, I guess I uh, why don't we start with um, let's talk about the style of your art and the type because it's 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 definitely a couple different type of mixed media type of thing for okay, folks that um, uh, that that are that are listening at home uh, <laughs> and I can't necessarily describe how adorable your stickers and keychains are thank you yeah um, I don't know I kind of like to split it equally between doing like really cute round stuff because mm -hmm. it's adorable and um, I also try and go for more of like a stylized semi-realism for some things. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, uh, where are you from? I'm from the Seattle area. Get out of here. Our, um, I, I am from Seattle as well. What? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so you are not the first person I met here at TFCon where, uh, who are from, like, that area. Yeah? Yeah, it's like I'm not quite from Seattle, but I'm near it, and it's just easier to say I'm from Seattle. But yeah, it's uh, Of course. It's super funny how it took me coming to Toronto 
to learn that all these people that I know are from like Washington. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, it, it's the airport conversation, right? You know, it's like, where are you from? Seattle. Yeah. But if somebody comes back and says, well, actually I live in Everett. I'm like, cool. I live in federal way. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, then, then you kind of start to chip it down. Exactly. A little bit. Yeah. I would imagine folks from other big cities are kind of like that as well. Yeah. Um, Cause like I've had some folks that kind of live closer to you know the toronto area here yeah. and it's like i'm from london i'm like oh you must have traveled a very far <laughs> no it's a half hour drive it's fine <laughs> yeah i'm oh. actually from like a tiny little town called port orchard oh but very cool nobody's heard of that so nope. i just say seattle <laughs> yeah that's that's a lovely area though i love yeah. Port orchard it's very very cool so um uh side tangent since we're you know several thousand miles away oh, yeah. from our homeland <laughs> but um uh by chance are you going to be at a side fest coming up at I the am. end of July. Yes. Oh, very cool. Well, then I will see you again there as well. Fantastic. See, I'm looking it, forward to it. And I had no idea <laughs> because because research and I don't pay close enough attention. <laughs> uh, very cool. Well, um, let's see. Um, so uh, questions that I've been asking folks as I've been kind of making my way along, um, whether they've been, you know, like the, the uh, official um, you know, commissioned artists for the big comic companies or um, awesome fan artists uh, like a lot of folks that I'm meeting down here. Mm -hmm. I like to ask them kind of what um, um, kind of what, what your biggest challenge is getting your art out there for folks to see. Mm -hmm. uh, the second arm of that is kind of what uh, what's the dream, you know, kind of what, what your ultimate goal is. And then finally to round that out, uh, what advice you might have for folks that would be uh, interested in pursuing their own artistic interests and pursuits. All right, okay, so start with the first one. Um, yeah. The biggest challenge in getting my stuff seen is learning how to play the social media game. Because yes. there's no real set rule and you have to find like what works for you. And that's so hard to like learn as you go because mm -hmm. a lot of it is luck straight up and um, just trying to like hit that lucky streak and um, find out what you're doing. That's the biggest issue and the biggest hurdle because I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just here <laughs> trying my best. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we're all fans, right? You know, yeah. whether whether we're we're goofy podcasters or we're fan artists, you know, trying to, you know, uh, get our names out there and trying to, you know, make a couple bucks along the way. It's mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, we're we're all fans. We're all here for the same stuff. Yeah, exactly. And um, I guess I would say my dream is that I would love to do like covers and maybe some like interior work for some bigger names, mm -hmm. you know? Like I would just love to do that so much. Um, I'm sure I'll get there eventually. But, uh, and I guess uh, my advice would be don't stop. Yeah. Because I know that there are, I, I have friends who get so discouraged just because, um, you know, it can take time, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, just don't stop find something that you love doing and keep doing it because you love it. Mm -hmm. Not because you're trying to reach an end goal. The end goal will get there. You just have to keep going. I love that. Um, so what, what is it about Transformers fandom specifically that, that, that is your outlet for your art? I would say that it's, everyone is just so friendly like, you know, I've, I've been in a few different fandoms mm -hmm. sort of over the years, but Transformers, it's like 
from the moment that I got interested in it, people have just been like so warm and welcoming and supportive. And, you know, like I really wouldn't have gotten as far as I am today without that sort of like support, you know, and just the friends I made along the way. Gotcha. Very cool. It's it's a great fandom. Yes. It really I love is. it. Um, so uh, before I leave you be so I can stop blocking your table <laughs> and folks can get some of these awesome dangly keychains and and your awesome stickers and. I love your RC, by the way, too. She is oh, thank fierce. You. Fierce thank and a you. half. Along I love with her. The, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's awesome. And I, and I really like what how, how they've kind of uh, uh, repurposed her character in, in, the, yes. in the more contemporary fiction. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it's like it, it's great that, you know, she was, um, you know, the first prominent uh, uh, female Transformer mm-hmm. in Autobot, but she was still kind of like the girl one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love transformers. The movie, it, it, yeah. it is my jam. It is my exactly. flame, but, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see, uh, uh, see her get her due in. Yes, in more, uh, absolutely. Fiction. Yeah. And, and yeah, just looking at your table here too. I love, I love your lady octopus. She's, uh, oh, thank she, you. She's awesome. Yeah. It's like, I saw that movie and like, it's like, Immediately, I saw her and was like, I have to go home and draw this character. Yeah. Like, right now. In a, in a weird way, uh, kind of off the cuff, just uh, geeking out a bit, It Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse kind of reminds me of what I think a lot of people like about contemporary Transformers fandom and fiction. Yes. Is, you know, it's it's bright, it's colorful, mm-hmm. it's inclusive, it's progressive. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, it's so... And it, it feels fresh, and it feels exactly. inviting. Yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, so sometimes when I... Because sometimes I have difficulty articulating... Uh, why I'm so mm-hmm. into uh, Transformers fandom, and recently I've kind of used, ironically enough, uh, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that it's like, yeah, now think of that, but with transforming robots. Yeah, and and there's tons of shipping as well. <laughs> They're like, I don't know what that is. That's fine. Well, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's we'll okay. get there. It, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, uh, before we part ways for now, could you uh, let folks know where we can find your art on the Internet and how we can connect with you on the social medias? Yeah, um, I'm mostly on Twitter and that's at uh, Cosmic Danger Zone, but without the E in danger. Okay. And then I also have an art station, which is also just Cosmic Danger. Oh, very cool. What's up, Danger? I love it. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, uh, join me here at TFCon Toronto, and we'll see you at SideFest Northwest uh, later yes. uh, later in the month. It's very exciting. I'm super excited. Thank you so much. And the Cosmic Danger Tour of Transformers fan conventions continued for Billy even after SideFest Northwest at the end of July with a trip uh, to TF Nation in the UK, uh, which is Europe's uh, largest Transformers fan convention, which is super rad, and I'm not at all jealous. Uh, More interviews up next right after another new track from Word Burglar. It's that Metroplex line. Life, featuring Hot Rod of the Cybertronic Spree, who I got to meet and hear do karaoke after hours at TFCon Toronto. Mike Cybert Radio rolls on. Don't go away. <laughs>
likes you let's show mike some love right into the mailbag at mikecyberradio at gmail.com and of course the spelling on that is s-e-i-b-e-r-t you've got mail everybody loves you so um in your own time why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about your art my name is bubonic but most people here call me booby Okay. Which, uh, when I came up with my name, I wanted something that would, like, shake people. And then I got the nickname Booby. Okay. It, so, 
bubonic and I mostly do 2D prints, but my profession is actually animation and I oh. do freelance for Josh Burcham, who's not here because he's a wiener. Right. <laughs> so, uh, we love that's, Josh. Yeah, I love Josh. If you're <laughs> listening, I love you. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I mostly just do this as a hobby on the side. Okay. Well, and I was, uh, I, I'm glad you brought up animation because, like, when uh, I look at your art, it has has a very um, animation vibe to it. It doesn't necessarily have, like, the, uh, what I guess I would consider, like, the, the traditional 90s comic book mm-hmm. type of thing. It has a, has a very more uh, progressive style to it. So I was wondering if you could um, elaborate a little bit and maybe talk about uh, some of the art that you have here at TFCon Toronto and, and uh, kind of some of your influences. One of my biggest influences with Transformers ended up being Transformers Animated, which I actually hated when it came out. I did not like it. And then years later, when I got into the Transformers fandom, I decided to watch it start to finish. Yeah. And I fell head over heels for it. And then I just started pumping out art for it. Nice. And uh, that's pretty much it. And my style developed with the Transformers animated style. And my colors ended up blossoming. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's similar. Yeah. But it's not exactly on model, which, which I really like. And, uh, you know, to tangent just a little bit, I, I had a very similar experience with animated. It's just like, you know, it was like the, the um, crudity of the animation, I think, was a little off-putting to me. And maybe some of the more exaggerated art styles, I'm like, you know, I, I understand that Transformers is a brand for kids, but this is maybe not for me. And but yeah, I had more than a few friends say like, you know what, give it a chance. And sure enough, I I really like it. It's probably outside of uh, G1 because obviously I'm you know I'm a old crusty G1er. Um, and you know the the uh, um, uh, more than meets the eye comics. Uh, you know, and later Lost Light. Uh, that's that's pretty much my next jam. But you know, animated's very much in there as well. Um, I've just I've just discovered that I really really like it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's definitely fun, and I I kind of feel bad for hating on it because I love it so much. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. It's like you, you don't know. I, like like for my example, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to put words in your mouth, but <laughs> no, like okay. I uh, you know I didn't know what I was missing. Yeah. And just because I couldn't like look past the uh, the aesthetic there. So. Yeah, that's a that's a really good way of putting it. Like not being able to see past or like. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what what is it about Transformers fandom specifically that that uh, inspires you to create art? When I first joined the Transformers fandom, I was overwhelmed with how nice everyone was because it's so small. Yeah. So everyone knows each other, and you just you get to know one person, then you get to know ten people, then ten people becomes fifty people, and it just blows up. And Absolutely. you make connections, and those connections last years. And, and I've noticed that they last outside of the Transformers fandom. Mm-hmm. So your friends move on from Transformers in, into something else. That's okay. They're still there for you. You still, They'll talk about Transformers with you. It's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. You're still homies. It's good. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so uh, getting, getting back to your art specifically a little bit, I, 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 I'm not... Tr- I'm not sure how to articulate it, but I, I'm trying. I want to ask about the specific uh, style choices because I see uh, uh, your uh, Blitzwing really caught my mm-hmm. eye, and just uh, and Rodimus over there, and everybody's they they look very sad. Yeah, yeah. I get, I've been getting that a lot today. Uh, they were actually my most popular pieces online, so uh-huh. I was like, okay, I'll just print them up because people love them so much. 
and uh, I've, the little kids are actually really funny when they walk by. They're like, oh, my God, they're so sad. It's so sad. But it just became uh, an experiment. These are were experiments with mm-hmm. colors that I was doing, and I was like, what if I just extend the colors down? Yeah. And I did the eyes, so, of course, it looks like they're crying. Exactly. Yeah, but it really just came of me going, that looks all right. some of the best art happens by accident happy trees pretty much exactly exactly that's that's a wonderful way of putting it and i um i i forget if i've asked already uh where uh where are you from i'm from boston massachusetts wow but i currently live in maine okay uh but i go back and forth so i'm i don't i'm not far but i'm so I, I'm uh, obviously from uh, Seattle, mm-hmm. and so I, I'm not so good with geography, but how far away are we from, from that area here in Toronto? From Boston? Yeah. Uh, about 10 hours. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's quite a hike. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly I don't feel so bad about my four-and-a-half-hour <laughs> flight. That, that's, yeah, that I flew was here this time. Okay. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, um, let me see. So um, a couple questions that, that I like to ask everybody as mm-hmm. I'm making my way through. And I'm sure my listeners are going nuts already because they're, they've probably heard two or three of these already where I set it up. Um, it's like, we know you're going to ask, you know, what, what, uh, what their goals are and what their challenges are and what their advice is. Let's just get to it. So let's, uh, so let's start with that. What, um, what challenges have you run into uh, specifically as a, as a fan artist? It, it definitely comes down to trying to get your work out there. Mm-hmm. Like you're competing with so many other people, but again, it's about networking and these people are your friends, so they want to yeah. see you like succeed. And it's just, you, you can run into a rough day when yeah. you do something and you work really hard on it and it doesn't get the views that you want and it can really bog you down. Mm-hmm. But in the long run, it's one more piece of art, one more skill point in the, the bank pretty much. So, yeah. So long-term goals for me are pretty they're animation based because that's my yeah. my job but for comic work because I work with Bircham I would really actually like to be a head colorist for something at one point I'm not really running for it at the moment but right. it's something but I it's would there I'm looking at it <laughs> very cool and uh, what uh, what advice do you have for for the kiddos folks that want to uh, pursue their own artistic interests I mean you definitely heard this a million times and it's just keep going don't worry about social media mm-hmm. just post whatever you want you'll end up falling into a cycle of well people don't like this so I shouldn't draw it do it anyway because you like it I've drawn like a million cups because yeah. I like cup and people are gonna suffer him <laughs> very cool um, and um, let's see so before um, I ask you how folks can uh, uh, get in touch with you on the internet and how we can find your art and connect with you on social media um, any uh, any parting thoughts any final words you'd like to share with the audience if you're someone who's bought my art or supported me thank you I really appreciate it very cool awesome appreciate that and appreciate you for taking the time thank I really you for talking to me awesome and could you let folks know where we can find you on the internet and how we can connect on the social medias i'm pretty much only on twitter if you want to find my artwork and it's bubonic like the plague but with three c's at the end because i'm very late to twitter <laughs> it's distinctive mm, i yes. love it very cool well uh thank you so much for taking the time thank you for having me all right <laughs> So yeah, um, uh, in your own time, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and let's talk about some of your art. Okay, um, hi, I'm Belle the Witch, 
and I do a lot of different things with my art. So yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of different uh, uh, mixed media. You've got uh, uh, some charms, some keychains, but also some uh, line art as well. Yes. Um, I love doing line art, but I also like to explore other medias mm -hmm. just to see what I can do. Very cool. So you had uh, mentioned right before we started recording, this is your first TFCon, right? It is my very first, but I've always followed a lot of the social media involved with it, and yeah. it always seemed like a great place, mm -hmm. so I wanted to come. Yeah, I, uh, I suffered from TFCon FOMO for a really long time, and it's just like you just got to go, and you just got to be uh, part of the scene. Um, so I guess let me start with what is it about – uh, Transformers as either like a fiction or a fandom that uh, one inspires you to be a part of it but also that inspires you to make art so I originally started with the 1980s Transformers because my parents are both nerds okay so I've always been part of the fandom like low-key but mm -hmm. as I got older I noticed it was one of the most open and honest and kind fandoms so I kind of got more involved mm -hmm. and as it went I started falling in love with the characters the voices and everything involved with it and here I am very cool well let me ask you this because like I'm I'm a old-school G1er you know it's like yeah. I've, I've been a P1 from day one and one of the things that that I've really enjoyed over especially the last several years how the fandom just seems to expand and one of my favorite things about coming to TFCon is seeing so many folks that don't look like me you know you know what I mean yeah and uh, what I what I was asking kind of like your opinion what is it about um, Transformers specifically that encourages such a diverse fan base because I, I don't see a whole lot of fandoms like this. I think it's because we can imagine ourselves as them because they have such, so many different personalities. So there's the ones that are out there, the ones that are quiet, the ones that aren't normal. Yeah. And we can kind of see ourselves in those characters and develop a relationship. Mm hmm. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's very inclusive. It's one of uh, one of the nicest fandoms around. Even where even where we're pretty grumpy about a few things. I mean, because you know, Transformers fans aren't happy unless we're unhappy about something. Yeah, but like even the Discord in the fandom isn't as bad as other fandoms I've been a part of. Right. Yeah. We we don't really seem to turn on each other as much. No. Like I've got some friends in Star Wars fandom that yeah, it's yeah le less said better, but. Um, uh, but yeah, it's it's very interesting about like it's like oh you like the live action movies peace be with you not my jam but you know it's yeah it, it's just a uh, it's like I said it's just I I have not come across a uh, fandom quite like it and it's and it's really fun to be a part of it. No, I think it also helps that there's so many different types of media in it. Mm -hmm. So there's live action movies, there's animated movies, there's TV shows, there's comics, there's video games yeah. and everything. So that being said, what's what's your jam? What's uh, what's your flame? I love watching the cartoons. I didn't mind the movies. Okay. Some of them were good. Some of them were bad. Then they killed my favorite. Uh, <laughs> and I love the comics just because I get to see the art from other people. Very cool. 
Well, um, as a, as we uh, kind of go through here, um, I have a, a few questions that I've been asking all of the independent artists that I've been uh, going through. This has been a lot of fun. This is a really cool artist alley, by the way. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a really fun scene. There's there's just enough crowd and ambience to where it it feels like a scene, but we're not you know crammed onto the show floor, so it's not as no, crowded. No, it's quite different. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, it's been really nice. But what I what I what I've been asking some of the other artists that I've been chatting with is um, uh, what what would you say your biggest challenge as an artist is? We'll start um, with that. For me, it's my self-confidence mm. because I get to see all these amazing artists. And then I look at my stuff and I'm like, oh, hey, that's not as good. And I start feeling really self-conscious about it. But sure. then I'm like, wait, if I try to improve, eventually someone's going to look at my art and have the same emotion, but I want to encourage them to try and go out and explore and have fun and learn. Exactly. And and those kind of tie into the next couple questions I was going to ask you is that uh, one, uh, what's the dream? What's uh, what's the aspiration? Um, really, I do my art for me. It's not about doing it for money or anything else. I just do it for fun. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing to me because I know I'm going to school still and I'm still going to have a career in the future, mm -hmm. but I can do my art on the side. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, uh, last question uh, for, for this uh, um, arm of things is uh, what advice would you have for folks that, uh, you know, might be coming to a TFCon for a first time, you know, seeing like, you know, all of our favorite comic creators, but then also seeing, you know, indie DIY folks uh, like yourself. What, uh, what kind of uh, words of wisdom or inspiration or advice would you have for folks looking to uh, get into their own artistic pursuits? Take your time practice have fun and don't compare yourself to other people perfect that's that's the first one i've heard this time around that's because like you know it's so easy to get like into that like imposter syndrome yeah. and and it's like why them and not me it's and it's it's so it, it's a toxic headspace i always think that as long as you can be optimistic you can move forward with your life and be mm -hmm. a better person be the best you yeah exactly because <laughs> you're the only you you can be Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you and to learn more about your art. Uh, before we part ways for now, could you let folks know uh, where we can connect with you on the internet and social media? So you can find me on Facebook as Belle the Witch, Instagram as Belle underscore the underscore witch, <laughs> and at Twitter because someone stole Belle the Witch, I'm Witch Belle. <laughs> I love it. Very, very cool. Um, and uh, any other uh, particular uh, shout outs or any uh, uh, parting words before uh, before we close out? I want to give a shout out to my booth mate, Kipachi, because without her pushing mm -hmm. me to be a better artist, I wouldn't be here today. Oh, I love it. And again, that's the thing that's so wonderful about Transformers fandom, you know, just as, you know, us being fans, but also as artists. I mean, it's all about, you know, putting each other up and encouraging. And yeah. It's, it's again, it, it, it's so cool. And and we have cool robots to, to like also. Of course. But, but beyond that, it's it's the folks. It yeah. really is. It really is. Um, all right. Well, uh, uh, thank you so much for taking the time. No, thank you. All right. Cool. Well, in a. In your own time, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and let's uh, let's talk about your art. Oh, okay, cool. Hi, um, my name is Riven Prink, um, and I am a comics and zine style artist uh, based out of Chicago. 
Uh, I also do fiber art as well. Um, and my Twitter is at Basil Bing on Twitter.com and Chicago Art Nerd on Instagram. So you can check out my work there and like what I do. I'm new to Transformers fandom. Mm-hmm. I just got into the comics and the animated series back November 2018. So I'm like baby fan. Oh, uh, I, I love don't, it. I don't have a lot here right now, but what I do have, I'm pretty proud of. So uh, that that's my situation. Well, I don't know. I mean, you've got you've got some cool stuff. I mean, you've got a <laughs> you got a more than meets the eye ratchet telling to vaccinate your kids. <laughs> yeah. You got a you got a animated Megatron uh, 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 rallying the cry, be gay, do crime. Yep, I, I yep. like that one. That's that's really cool. I, I'm a fan of memes and Transformers and Transformers memes. <laughs> <laughs> Truly the dankest of memes. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you've uh, you've got a lot of great stuff here. You know, before we started recording, I was uh, uh, remarking on your uh, plushy cosmos here. Yes. It's really cool. Yes. No, so I teach fiber arts, mm-hmm. um, specifically cross-stitch and crochet and needle felting. Um, and I have with me a cosmos plushy that I made, and it's felt work. Um, so... That's yeah. pretty cool. He's he's amazing. So um so I, I was gonna ask you about your zines, but before uh before that you you had mentioned that you're uh relatively new to Transformers yes, fandom. Yes. So I guess let's start with that. Why why Transformers specifically? Well, it was actually my friend Charlotte who got me into it because she started reading the comics and we're like, these are amazing. Yeah. I need to get all my friends to read these uh-huh. um, because we're all Chicago comics folks. So okay. we're in the indie comic scene in Chicago. Um, so she tried to get a lot of her friends to read them as well. Um, and she knew she could get me to read them because I was big in a Gundam. Oh, okay. Um, so like my house is full of Zaku statues. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice. And she was like, this person will probably be interested to Transformers and she was right uh, so yeah she got me to read More Than Meets the Eye and R.I.D. and X.R.I.D. and Optimus Prime and yeah. I just took off from there I was reading all the IDW comics and then I went and like found found some copies of like the 1980s like Marvel comics yeah. as well <laughs> like had had to get in there and just read pretty much everything I could get my grubby little hands on um, and then I started watching the animated show. Charlotte was like, start start with Transformers Prime and go from there. So yeah. I started with Prime. Um, and I'm doing TFA right now, and it's amazing. I love it. Yeah, and, and I, I was chatting with a, a different artist uh, earlier about, like, I, I kind of overlooked animated. Yeah. Because I'm just like, ah, this aesthetic isn't for me, but... I actually came to enjoy the style. Yeah, <laughs> like, at yeah. first, I would see it, and I'm like, this is a little weird. This is a little it, weird It grows looking. on you. Yeah, but then after you watch it for a while, you're like, no, actually, this is really good. <laughs> it's really good storytelling. Yeah, it no. It really is. I was hooked in the first episode because the very opening of the first episode of TFA, it's Autobot war propaganda. It's a propaganda video right. and I was like this is dark this is for children yeah oh. yeah uh, definitely a, a little more subversive than the aesthetic would lead you to believe yeah no and when I pitch it to all my other friends who aren't into Transformers I'm like watch TFA because like the storytelling and the world building it's all really interesting I'm like it starts off with an Autobot propaganda video and then it cuts to Optimus and his crew who are all basically repair dudes they're yeah. like they're like space janitors and everyone's like really and I'm like yeah well and and I like that take too because you're you're so accustomed to seeing Optimus Prime as you know the guy the leader yeah you know big daddy and it's just like he's, you know he's the head honcho mm-hmm. he's the big boss bot 
Exactly. Um, so with that, with uh, with your fandom, what 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 is it specifically that that's kind of inspired you to do your own stuff? Well, um, I think what got me into it was reading the comics and just seeing all the really amazing storytelling of like queer narratives, mm-hmm. um, because we don't get a lot of that in mainstream comics, but almost all of IDW's run was homonormative, like Transformers yeah. Society. They're all technically agendered up to a certain point until they decide, okay, this is what my gender is when I'm interacting with organics. Um, yeah. But up until that point, and then like queer relationships are the norm, and then also the there's conjuncts endura and amica endura and like i'm on the asexual spectrum so like the idea of being friend married is really amazing (laughs) and that they came up with a word for that was like great Mm -hmm. um so that's kind of what inspired me to start creating fan works of it because i was like oh i love the writing in this i want to expand on it i want to put my own twist on it so like that's what my zines are they're fic i wrote fanfic um so like I'm non-binary Hylian, a.k.a. Chicago art nerd on the archive of our own. (laughs) If you want to read my fic, I have 16 Transformers fics right now and counting. And I'm doing the Big Bang, the Transformers Big Bang. Uh, Those are going up August 15th. And I've got a uh, Mini Megs uh, story. So Minimus Ambus and Megatron uh, story for the Big Bang this year. Uh, So that's kind of what I got inspired to do is I'm mostly doing fic. I do draw because that is what I do for a living. Um, but I, I'm a writer <laughs> in Transformers fandom. Um, I haven't done as much art in Transformers fandom. I want to, uh, but mostly I write a bunch of fic. <laughs> gotcha. That's really cool. And, and for me being like, you know, a crusty old G one or from there, from like, you know, the early eighties and, and going forward stuff like, like, uh, a lot of the stuff that I've seen here, like, you know, like zines Mm -hmm. and other types of art, it's, it's incredibly interesting to me because it's, 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 um, a different representation Mm -hmm. of stuff that I like. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I, you know, I'll pick up a zine or two here and there and it's like, you know, might be a little, uh, different for my taste, (laughs) but, but that's okay because what, what there's room enough in the fandom for everyone. Exactly. And And that's kind of my point on that. And it's like, the the thing that I'm trying to figure out as I, as I chat with different artists mm-hmm. um, is what is it about um, Transformers specifically that makes it so um, friendly, for lack of a better term, yeah. for, for like you know zines and fic and slash fic and yeah, and yeah. shipping and you know what. What is it specifically about Transformers? You think? I think what drew me to it was originally the the queer narratives in the comics for sure but now that i'm in it and i'm going back and looking at all the other canon and like going back and watching Mm -hmm. the animated shows and like the older comics and everything i think it's the sheer dearth of material it's 35 years of canon Mm -hmm. so like i'm relatively new to it but i'm gonna make my way through those 35 (laughs) years i'm gonna read and watch everything i can get get my hands on um so i think a lot of it is there's just so much and that kind of plays into comics too because like with Marvel or DC comics you have so much canon you can go yeah. back and look through that it's it just gets to a point where you're like well everything was canon at one point so <laughs> if you like if you like a certain character representation or you like a certain storyline you can go and riff off of that like mm-hmm. it exists somewhere because yeah. we have almost like 50 years worth of stuff for, for various comics canon. Um, <laughs> and for Transformers, it's like 35 years, so that's still a lot. Uh, and just like the 
the diversity of characters too because I I like both Autobots and Decepticons. I, I vibrate more towards the Decepticon cause because um, I'm I'm a writer and a socialist. Uh, so so uh, I That's vibrate awesome. more towards uh, early IDW Megatron's ideology. Sure. Uh, but just like you can find a character for everyone. Like I yeah. love Windblade a lot. Um, oh sure, sure. I'm, I'm a fan of her, uh, and just just kind of a different character you can empathize with everyone and i feel like comics does that too yeah. like marvel and dc does that too people will get in to those series for specific characters they'll be like i want spider-man or they'll be like you know i want um various various characters from the fan fantastic four or mm -hmm. mutants they'll be like oh yeah no i'm really into professor xavier or whatever <laughs> whatever sure. they're whoever they're into they'll yeah read the comics or consume the media for that character. And I feel like Transformers has that same thing. Yeah. You, you get into like Soundwave and you're like, I'm going to read everything I can find about Soundwave or watch all the animated series with Soundwave in it. Wh whoever you're into, you can find that stuff. And here at the convention, you can find figures of them. Yes. Um, you can find all the amazing toys. Um, my, my table mate got me a Cosmos. So oh I've, yeah, the I've, the new is that is yes. that the uh, Iron Factory? Yep, uh, it's the new uh, um, legendary heroes. legendary heroes. Yep. So I've got the legendary heroes Cosmos because I was uh, cosplaying Cosmos yesterday. Nice. I'm a Cosmos fan. Um, so like, people kind of tend to vibe towards certain characters, and Transformers yeah. plays really well into that because you can always find a good chunk of material about yeah. them. Yeah. And, and something to latch onto, and, and you know, there's there's so many different iterations, so much different type of fiction. Yeah. That yeah, there, there's I, I like to say this, you know, with kind of a wink and a smile, but it's like there's there's something there literally for everybody. Yep. I mean, there really, really is. You know, I, it's like if that's not your jam, eh, try this. I feel like more people need to be exposed to that because a lot of people in my generation, I'm like yeah. 28. Okay. Um, a lot of people in my generation, millennials, uh, <laughs> are familiar with the Bay movies. That's their exposure or our exposure to Transformers. I'm and like sorry. I watched the first one when I was in high school and I was like, eh, was, this is whatever. Yeah. Um, but that is our, when I mentioned to people who aren't familiar with the comics or, or yeah. the animated series Transformers, they're like, oh, the Bay movies? And I'm like, no, please. No, 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 no. And like, there's some redeeming things in there. Sure. My, my thing about the Bay movie, <laughs> I could go on a rant about this forever, uh, but is the the actual like plot is poorly executed yeah. but the world building is interesting like yeah. some of the world building in there is interesting it was just not well written and well executed michael bay doesn't know what to do with himself Pretty um, much. so like eh. uh but yeah that seems to be most people my age understanding of transformers i'm like no it's so much more you guys yeah like, it's like you need you don't to even find know. <laughs> the big wide world it's mm -hmm. the tip of the iceberg like you just see the little bit above the water under the water we have this whole expansive universe for you guys to explore and there's something in there for everyone so like the more transformers media i consume i feel like the more i will be better at wrecking it to people mm -hmm. and be like okay you like this go read this you like this go read this yeah yeah and that way i can kind of rope people into my fandom <laughs> get, get them in here with me um like i love it charlotte did for me so. yeah exactly very cool well um a couple 
uh, last couple questions oh, to yeah. round us out, um, and then I'll give you another opportunity to to hype all your uh, stuff <laughs> and promo myself. Absolutely. Well, that honestly, that's that's why I'm here. You know, it's like when uh, uh, so my podcast is uh, you know I I do a lot of pop culture stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, spotlighting independent artists, mm-hmm. and but my Transformers fandom always bleeds into what I'm doing. Nice. So, so I like to say my podcast is nobody's favorite Transformers adjacent <laughs> podcast, but. <laughs> But I, I just, I, you know, a, a lot of my uh, podcasting cohorts have been, you know, interviewing a lot of like the the bigger artists, right? And I'm like, well, no, I, I want to, I want to give the fans a platform. Yeah, it, it's, it's just, it, it's just fun. I think because uh, we're all in this fandom together. Yes, uh, this is one of the friendliest conventions I've been to in a really long time. Because I'll table at Zine Fest and yeah. comic book conventions and anime anime conventions. I'm Chicago based, so like ASIN and like Midwest Fur Fest and like all those and like. They can be friendly, but I feel like at this particular convention, I've gotten to fan out so much with people. Yeah. People I've gotten to gush with. They'll mm-hmm. come up and we'll just like start babbling at each other about <laughs> things. And I don't get to do that very often. Right. And it's exciting. It's really fun. Well, and, and for me, and I, I've uh, you know said this in a, a few of the other interviews as well, but um, the thing that I enjoy about this scene is having those geek out moments like you were just saying, but with people that are completely different from myself. Right. And people and you don't meet in your everyday exactly, interactions. Exactly. And I, I just that's that's why I love this TFCon scene so yeah. much. It's so fun. Um, I'll so definitely be going to more because this is my first one. Well, uh, DC is coming up at the uh, at the end of uh, September, I think. I want to, but I can't afford DC prices. No, <laughs> I, yeah. dude, I know that feel. I know that feel. <laughs> I'm um, waiting for it to come back to Chicago because then I will be able to bring all my big cosplay props and I won't have to mail them. Oh, yeah, so I'll be able to do cool. all the big robot cosplay. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, um, I, this this has been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate you taking the yeah, time to talk about for talk interviewing about your me. Art. Yeah, and so uh, before you uh, uh, rattle off your promo stuff, right, get your right. socials out there. Um, since you do have a couple zines, mm. I do gotta ask. Mm. Who's your OTP? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Don't ask that. Oh no! I'm I'm a dirty, dirty multi shipper, so <gasps> I have way too many OTPs. Um, I don't have just one. Um, I have like a million. Okay. Uh, but oh geez, for <laughs> what I'm into right now, what am I vibing on right now the most? Um, probably what I'm doing for my Big Bang. So Minimus Ambus and Megatron, Mini Megs. Um, All right. From IDW. IDW more than meets the eye. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. They're, <laughs> they're very competent dads. I, I think so, yeah, because there's <laughs> the a lot of... The dads of the crew. Yeah, it, th- there's a lot of dad energy there yes. for sure. For Big sure. dad energy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely into that. I love it. All right, well, uh, could you let us know where we can find you on the internet? And of where course. we can connect with your um, social media? Yeah. And- no, so I'm Riven Prink. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I'm on Twitter at Basil Bing. Um, and Instagram at Chicago Art Nerd and Archive of Our Own. I'm Non-Binary Hylian um, or Chicago Art Nerd. Uh, and w- uh, do I have any other social media? Not, not really. That's mostly mostly the big ones. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm probably going to put a store envy up on my Twitter because people were asking if they could get the zines, uh, you know, mailed to them. Yeah. So, 
uh that that's kind of what i'm doing there yeah my instagram is mostly my art my mm -hmm. twitter is mostly my transformer stuff um it's definitely my transformers account <laughs> um sure. i do have like a professional twitter which is the revenant at twitter.com but that's more like my my illustration and my fiber sure. art stuff uh but basil bing is definitely my transformers <laughs> twitter <laughs> Well, I, I'm looking forward to checking that out. That's, yeah, That's going to be really cool. All right, and uh, any other parting thoughts for the folks listening at home? Uh, I would definitely recommend coming to TFCon Toronto or any TFCon because it is one of the most positive con experiences that I've had in years. And, yeah, I, I go to a lot of bigger cons like C2E2 in mm -hmm. Chicago. And, and, yeah, no, I would definitely recommend coming to a Transformers con because you will have a good time. Absolutely. You will, you will enjoy yourself. It is amazing. Very cool. Well, thank you very much for taking the time and yeah, joining no, me today. Yeah, no, thank you for interviewing great. me. All right, thanks a lot. Call the Mike Cyber Radio Voicemail Hotline, 231-224-MIKE. And for you youngins that don't know how the letters work on a phone, that's 231-224-6453. Get off my wall. And then in, uh, in your own time, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let's talk about your art. Um, my name is Brittany O'Neill. I am, or I go by Capachi. Okay. Uh, typically a fantasy artist, so I'm a little out of my element here. Um, but my friend Steph is very much into the fandom, okay. so I came along and I'm enjoying my time so far. Very cool. So is this your first TFCon? It is, yes. Very nice. Very nice. What, uh, what do you think of the scene so far? The people are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of crossover between, like, my style and kind of what I'm into, like, monsters and cryptids and stuff and yeah. Transformers. So I'm, like, still finding out, like, I still have a lot in common here. And mm -hmm. I'm just, like, slowly getting into, like, Transformers. Yeah. Very nice. Well, and that's why I was going to ask, too. It's, like, is, uh, um, are... Are you a uh, new fan of Transformers? Are you just discovering it, or what? What's kind of like your your level of uh, Transformers uh, fan ability? I'm pretty new. I really liked Beast Wars as a kid. Yeah. But, but once I was watched it as a kid, I never really went back to rewatch it. Sure. But that was like my first exposure, and then I watched the uh, live action movies when they came out with my dad and stuff. Yeah. And then kind of you know drifted again, but then I kept getting brought into different characters yeah so i'll get introduced to a new character i'm like oh who's that and they're like oh he's in this show you have ah. to watch this show to get to know him and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> well and then that's how they get you yeah you know and it's usually with friends and those types of connections i mean that's that that's what's so deep about transformers fandom is just you know the folks that you connect with you know, and, and everybody's got their favorite characters, and there's there's something for everybody, yeah, which, for is, sure. which is really cool. Um, so I, I was looking at some of your art here, and again, it's it's very uh, dark and gothic, and has that uh, that that high fantasy element to it that I really like. Um, could you uh, tell me about some of the the pieces that you have on display here? I definitely have a very uh, like you said, gothic or occult style of yeah. art. I definitely love the darker side of things, which is kind of why I'm drifting into to Transformers, it's got a lot of really neat symbolism that I'm into when yeah. it comes to visuals, and that's that's kind of I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot, you know, kind of deal. Lots of like symbolic stories, and I just love symbolism as a whole. Yeah, so I can really get into seeing the characters and kind of reading deeper into their stories. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and you had mentioned uh, monsters and cryptids and stuff like that. And there's a there's a lot of material as as you get further into the fandom. There's a lot of characters there's with a lot, lot of monster of, lovers. And yeah, everything. Exactly. very much so. Yeah, a lot a lot of monster energy that that yeah. you can uh, uh, connect to uh, with your art here. Um, let me see. So uh, let me ask you this: uh, what uh, what's been your biggest challenge as a as an artist? I would say my biggest challenge as an artist is my disabilities. Mm -hmm. um, I have a mental dis disability and I also suffer from a, a tremor disorder. Mm -hmm. So I find that can really limit. And I had a hard time when I developed the tremor getting into art because I mm -hmm. did a lot of painting. And you can't really control your paintbrush when you're doing that. Right. So that was my window into digital art because there's programs created for people who shake a little bit. So I could stabilize my pen pressure and everything. That's so awesome. that was like my reignition. I was like, I can do art again. And so I shifted right to digital. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really, really cool. I, I love that we have tools and technology now to where, you know, anything's possible. Oh, it was amazing. Like, as soon as I mentioned to an artist friend, you know, the Tremors, she was like, well, have you done digital? I'm like, not really. Like, I've tried it a little bit. She's like, well, you can get, like, she listed off like five different programs. Mm -hmm. And they all do pen stabilities. So I don't have to do shaky lines anymore. Nice. And I'm like, tell me more. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I can do fan art again. I can, like, really express myself without feeling, you know, crummy that my lines aren't nice anymore. Well, and, and from there, let's spin off into what's kind of like the, the ultimate goal or the dream or aspiration with, uh, with your art. Ultimate goal is just to be an artist for a living. Mm -hmm. However, I manifest that as... If I become a colorist for a comic book, maybe I do children's illustration books, or I do conventions like this for a living. I just want to do art. Very cool. Very cool. And uh, um, last question before I uh, give you an opportunity to let folks know where we can find you on the Internet. What, uh, what advice would you have for folks that um, you know, may be inspired by seeing different types of styles here in Artist Alley at TFCon? Uh, what, uh, what kind of um, advice or wisdom, as we were discussing yeah. earlier, uh, for uh, folks that would be uh, interested in pursuing their own artistic pursuits? Just don't stop. I almost stopped, and I don't know where I'd be without art. It was such a pivotal point of who I was. Yeah. And when I lost the ability to maybe do it, I was shattered. Yeah. But don't, don't, there's always something else you can do. Like if you shake, maybe switch your mediums. If you can't hold a paintbrush, start sculpting. Like find a way to be creative. Turn to writing like books and fan fiction that's just as creative. Right. Like always find a way to be a part of what you love and don't let that take you down that's awesome that that's incredibly inspiring you know um overcoming diversity and and it's yeah. hard <laughs> it, it really is and and it can it's it's easy to get in that uh, that toxic headspace yeah you look at other people who aren't struggling with your kind of demons right and you're like why can't i be like them it's like well they don't they don't have the limitations you do but they might have their own so just right. be open and talk to people and see their own experiences and you'll find that people just keep going forward Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's a uh, it's been wonderful getting to know you and to Thank learn you. more about uh, about your art. Uh, could you let folks know where we can uh, see some of your art on the internet and how we can connect with you on the social medias? For sure, uh, you can find me under Kip Patchy anywhere. I've taken the name Instagram, Twitter, wherever I can snag it. Nice. DeviantArt. You can find me wherever you're comfortable. 
That's awesome because yeah, it's it's rare to have uh, consistencies. A lot of us not have to as use active on some than other. But since I picked a name that isn't really a real word, <laughs> I managed to snag it. <laughs> I love it. Very cool. Um, any uh, any uh, particular shout outs or uh, parting words of wisdom that you'd like to uh, share with us before uh, before we part ways for now? Like friends have been the best thing to me. Like from like. Friends from college to staff to yeah. friends from my childhood. Just surround yourself with creative people and you'll be creative and you'll love life. Absolutely. Well, and you know, it's kind of jumping fandoms a bit, but I've heard that friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. <laughs> and honestly, I'm into Transformers now. I'm here. You got me. Yeah, it's, you know, it just takes a couple friends saying, like, Oh, if you're sitting in a room full of people who are just so excited about Transformers, you're like, I'm excited about Transformers. I don't know what it is, but I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, it's been a a pleasure getting to know you and to hear about your art. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your show. So we're back here at TSL in Toronto, we're in uh, Artist Alley where it is hustling and bustling, and I found myself at a table with some of the coolest cosplayers I've seen. I've got, we've got the, uh, we've got a Ratchet, we've got Drift. In your own time, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves, and uh, we can talk about your cosplay, and we can talk about your own Awesome. So I am Tyler Foote. My pen name online is Moku Tenchi on Tumblr and Twitter. And I am a fan illustrator and sequential artist for primarily the IDW Transformers series. Branching out a little bit into G1, but, you know, I like to keep the progressiveness of the comics to the uh, focal point. Uh, my name is Kylie. I go by Near Night on Instagram and most social media. Um, I'm mostly a cosplayer. I do some art in my spare time, but I've never actually tried tabling. So just <laughs> sitting here uh, with Tyler is a pretty fun time. I've been cosplaying for 10 years. And uh, a couple years ago, I decided to design some human formers and um, completely fell in love with Drift. <laughs> like I, It was hard Me not too. to. Uh, so when I was designing his outfit, I wanted to pull from uh, his Japanese inspiration as well as like the more modern type of stuff so I have like Hakama is like the most comfy thing I can pick to wear lots of swords and so many swords yeah I have a full katana wakazashi tanto set and the great sword that's been hitting some people throughout the convention it's an impressive wing span oh yeah oh yeah Three and a half, four feet long. We've been trying to get her to shuffle through uh, sideways in the aisles, so so not too many people get their kneecaps completely demolished. I've, I've been making it. It's it's okay. <laughs> it's been working. Doing the thing. I appreciate that. Cool. Well, uh, I guess uh, actually first, let me ask: Is uh, is this uh, y'all's first TFCon? Uh, it is not my first TFCon. I attended TFCon Chicago last year, not as an artist, but just as an attendee to kind of get my feet wet. And then as soon as I realized all of my really good friends were tabling, I realized that like this, this was going to be next. I was going to start tabling and it's been amazing. This is my first TFCon. Um, I'm from Rhode Island, but I've been to college in DC. Uh, and we met kind of online, kind of at KatsuCon. And accidentally realized she was beautiful and made her fan art and now we're friends <laughs> and now we're friends and then I wanted to come to a TFCon for a long time I've seen like photos and like amazing artwork 
so we kind of last minute <laughs> decided to Very I decided to join yeah. you and um it's having a great time it's first time here in toronto i've been to quebec yeah. but it's toronto's pretty cool <laughs> yeah uh did you make it out to the city at all not the city. We went to Niagara on the way. Oh, um, very good. So that was yeah. beautiful. Got lost in a parking garage. Good stuff. <laughs> Fun time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was deadlocked that day. Yeah, we were walking uh, around Niagara. Scaring with some people. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> the red contacts didn't do much for the Border Patrol, but, you know. Oh, yeah, that was something. <laughs> oh, oh, it's convention weekend. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were like, oh, we're going to a Transformers convention. He looks in the back and sees her at contacts and goes, okay, all right. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, uh, the thing that I've been asking a lot of the uh, uh, fan artists that I've been running mm -hmm. into here in Artist Alley is, what is it about Transformers fandom that, well, actually, what is it about Transformers as like an IP mm -hmm. that inspires fandom and as such inspires uh, you folks to do art? I think for one thing that the Transformers fandom is very unique about is that it's always changing. There's always something new. Every single month there's a new toy coming out or, you know, a new cartoon. Like Cyberverse just came out and that sparked a whole new, like, group into the fan base. And, um, you know, the new comics. And there's always something coming out that's going to keep people on their toes. And I think that that inspires a lot of new ideas and creativity, especially with something um, like a whole brand new idea. Especially with um, something like When More Than Meets the Eye came out. It was co something completely different. It was something that no one had ever seen before in, you know, the however many years that the fandom had been set on one kind of idea. And um, it's stuff like that that really keeps everybody going. Keeps going, well, I'll look into this character more because they're doing some really cool character development in this series. Or oh, yeah. this toy has a really cool design that I want to draw. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. It's... It's yeah. there's ne you're never stuck on one thing for too long. And all the characters are like so unique, so charismatic. Mm -hmm. Like it's hard <laughs> yeah. not to get stuck on like a whole group of them and to like follow them throughout their journeys mm -hmm. and cry <laughs> when they get hurt and you're like, oh no, because they're like they're like oh, basically yes. immortal beings, so you have to follow them everywhere. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness. Yeah. So one of the things that I that I see a lot um, as I've been traveling and in some of the other conventions mm -hmm. as well is I see um, you know like a lot of zines and yes. a lot of ship art mm -hmm. and things like that. I guess for me as like a, a crusty old G1er, yeah. I, I love it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. I really it's like it takes something that, that I've been a fan of for a good chunk of my life and, and it's, you know, it, it's material that, that, that's there for other people. Mm -hmm. I, I really enjoy being part of this fandom and sharing that fandom and uh, getting to know folks that aren't me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it was just a bunch of, you know, 40-year-old guys walking around, it's like, that, that gets really boring. <laughs> but I guess what I wanted to ask is, what is it specifically about Transformers that, that, that's so conducive to that? Because I, I'm mm -hmm. relatively new to, to fans. Yeah, like yeah. Oh dear. Oh yeah, we get some <laughs> spicy. Did, did you see the Alex Milne art book this year? I bought it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Exactly. <laughs> oh. Well, and it's funny. It's side tangent. I was, I yeah. was uh, uh, chatting with one of my uh, podcast co-hosts, mm -hmm. and I was, I, I, you know, Alex had tweeted about. He's like, yeah. You know, if I put out a book of ships, will people buy it? Anymore? Absolutely. So, <laughs> Book of space ships? What time of 
<laughs> and, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I know from shipping, I'm not that, I'm not that much of a normie. Uh, but I, I was chatting with, with my cousins, and she's like, well, is it a zine? Is it a compilation? What is it? I'm like, I think it's just compiling a bunch of, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she was very familiar mm-hmm. with, uh, with a lot of, you know, this arm of the fandom, mm-hmm. in a way that very obviously I'm not, it's still very new to me, but... But I guess that's what I wanted to talk about is what what is it specifically about Transformers that makes it so friendly for, for that type mm-hmm. of I think because, like Kylie was saying, each character is so different and so unique that, you know, you can see real-world problems in these characters, and I think that that talks to people really well. And, you know, if you're seeing a character that's going through similar things than you are, you're going to want to see representation in that as something that speaks to you. And, I mean, you can talk to anybody and they'll probably give you a different answer, but everybody has a favorite Transformer in it. And half of it is probably, you know, what they go through is something that you can personally identify with. And it becomes really personal. And you know, you're bringing this character or these group of characters into your heart and you're going to want to see, like, you're going to want to treat them as if they were you or they were an extension of, you know, your emotions or your personality. And I think that a lot of the time it makes it a little bit easier to, um, I guess, maybe not so much with shipping, but a lot of just, like, independent fan works, headcanons, stuff like that. It's a lot of like, this character is so important to me, but here's a couple things that I also do that I think they would do, or something that is a comforting thing for me that is giving me comfort in them, and something like that. I think it becomes just the, like, these characters for, what has it been, over 35 years, 35 years, has been... They've been speaking to people in different ways for each and every person, and it's become such a familiar thing. And I think people just really want to take it as deep as they can go so they can hold on to it as long as they can. Yeah, and now thinking back on shipping, for these characters that live such long lives and obviously being, like, robots, (laughs) we can't really technically get into, like, smuts. I mean, a lot of their shipping in comics is just so tender and like friendship that grows to beyond Mm -hmm. and like I'm going to like be with you for the rest of Mm -hmm. my life just because like I love you and that's all like it's the emotion driven type of relationships that I find like people absolutely adore I mean like smut's great (laughs) but we love some fluff and some like hand holding that's amazing Yeah. (laughs) yeah I think after being exposed to cartoons and like the Marvel comics where everything was war, military, you must fight. If, if these robots are going to be here, they're going to feel nothing but hate. That seeing that, well, if hate can be there, so can love. That it's just, it's something that people just really want to hold on to. It's the spark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, very cool. Well, um... This has been an absolute pleasure. I really appreciate your insight. Yeah, of course. No problem. Um, how can folks uh, uh, learn more about your art on the internet and how can they connect with you on the social media? Uh, well, you can follow me as Moku Tenchi on Instagram, HippieChick2503 on Twitter, and Moku Draws on Tumblr because I can't keep a consistent username for the life of me. I'm and, in the uh, same boat. <laughs> 
anybody at TFCon, I'll post a picture of my uh, business card on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram for anybody that might just want to look up the name. I'll tag it. Uh, and you can mostly find me in my cosplay on Instagram, at Near Night, or on Twitter, which is Kylie underscore not, because I made that for a college thing, <laughs> and I can't change that handle. It's forever a part of you. <laughs> it's just me. Gotcha. All right, and one last question, just to just to stir the pot up a little bit. Who's your OTP? Cool. I mean, Dratchet. I, I do love some Dratchet. I enjoyed some Drift Rod. Yes. But Drift has two hands. Drift has two hands and he can hold two husbands <laughs> maybe more he's got enough swords <laughs> alright any uh, uh, particular parting words if you haven't gone to a TFCon you should because there is no drama and it is a big family and love your friends even <laughs> though they buy you way too much merch <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks yes, for having me. Cool. So, um, in uh, in your own time, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and let's talk about your art. Okay, I'm Brenna Baines. I'm a fan artist, comic artist, zine maker. My day job, I'm actually a classical effects artist in 2D animation. This is kind of my side thing. Okay. This is my fourth TFCon, but wow. my first time doing the table here. Interesting. Very cool. Um, and uh, what do you feel about the, the scene here at TFCon 2019 so far? Having, having a good show? I am having a great show. Everyone's so enthusiastic. It's so much fun to meet everybody. Everyone has money to burn, which is great. <laughs> I well, Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I, I was just going to say, I mean, I, I've uh, uh, been looking at your art here at the table, and I, it, it's really great. I really enjoy it. It's, it's fun. It's vibrant. It's colorful. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, with, uh, with that, you're welcome. Uh, could, uh, could you talk about some of the uh, inspirations behind your art? I see, I see a lot of uh, more than meets the eye aesthetic, uh, maybe a little lost light there. But uh, beyond that, uh, could you talk about some of your influences? Yeah, I've actually been drawing Transformers for like 10 years. So I was kind of in this side of the fandom since I was 13, 14 years old. Oh. But I've kind of seen it change as I've been dipping in and out since More Than Meets the Eye Lost Light came out. Mm -hmm. This kind of content has just skyrocketed. It's kind of more in the open. So, yeah, a lot of comic influence for me. I love Jack Lawrence's work. I'm honored to be across from him. Hi, Jack. <laughs> See? <laughs> um. I love Transformers Animated. It was probably yeah. my favorite of the cartoons. And Prime, I really like that sleek look. Yeah, you know, I, uh, uh, I, I've shared this with uh, uh, some other folks I've chatted with. I kind of overlooked Animated at first because I didn't, you know, it's like the aesthetic. It's like, ah, it was, it's not for me. And actually, I kind of felt the same way about Prime. Now, I haven't gotten into Prime yet. Because, like, it was kind of the same thing. I'm like, oh, we're doing a lot of movie designs. and It actually took me some years to get into Prime because I was a little bummed that animated ended so abruptly yeah, as it did. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't really want to watch this because I find Darkness Rising is not that strong. It hits right. its stride later. I watched it because I cut my hand open in, in college and oh. I couldn't draw for, like, two plus weeks. Oh, my gosh. So I'm all, it's all good. <laughs> but... I sat down and I had nothing to do but watch Netflix for two whole weeks, and that's what I did. Very and cool. I was so wrong about Prime. It is so good. That's what I've heard. I've I've heard a lot of folks. They're like, 
give it a shot. So, so that I'll, I'll add another endorsement to that, and I'll, uh, I will definitely have to it's check it out. It's still on Canadian Netflix. I don't know if you're in Canada. No. Okay, no, I think I'm it came a, off of U.S. Netflix. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I also love Rescue Bots, actually. You know what? And, and a lot of folks uh, dig on that also, and, and it's really kind of... I mean, that's still kind of part of the aligned continuity, right? So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, sort of... I'm fond of preschool shows because that's a lot of what you work on in Canadian animation. Oh. This is like the... I consider Rescue Bots like the cream of the crop of preschool shows. It is really? the definition of a family show. Okay. Like, it's funny. You A parent can sit down and watch it. And it's not like watching Barney the Dinosaur or something. Sure. It's, it's like an action show aimed at young kids. Very cool. That and that sounds like a lot of what the best, you know, truly all ages. You know, it's like you know, all ages kind of gets a a bad rap, right? I agree. You know, it's just like, oh no, it's kids. No, it's really like, like you, you take like say I don't know, like Pixar type of things where I, it's like there, there's as much there for adults. I think that's something that happens a lot in Transformers. Like look at look at the movies that were made for that gritty adult audience, yeah. but. It's Transformers is still for children, no matter what kind of fan content gets made or what mm -hmm. have you. You you should be able to bring your kids to the movies. Yes. And Bumblebee out of six movies is the only one you can bring kids to. I, I agree. Which is rough. <laughs> you know what? And and it and it's rough for, for us adults too. Yeah. It's like, you know, and I was just chatting with some friends over dinner last night and it's like I it's weird that me being like a guy over the age of 40 talks about like a Transformers movie. Ooh, that that's a little too violent for my taste. And I, it really kind of is. It's just very, like, I don't very sexual in a way that Transformers does not need to be when you're making right. something like this. Like, well, you know, and, and we've been having, you know, lots of conversations about, you know, uh, you know, thick and shipping and stuff, that, but that's, that's a whole different wavelength. That's not for that audience. That exactly. is, that is an adult space as opposed to um, a movie that's in theaters about transforming robots that makes toys for children. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so what what is it about Transformers that inspires you to want to make art of your own? I think that there is so much going on in all these different things and a lot of it is rock solid in terms of story and characters but a lot of it has a lot of holes and I think that the genius of fandom is that you latch onto things that you want to build more of that was yeah. the genius of G1 and why it lasted so long in fan spaces people have been writing fic since the 90s they fill in those gaps if you get deep into fan fiction even before this Lost Light era there are character quirks and things that people decided on back yeah. in the day that are still going and now you get those from these newer things too like lost light and prime there's a lot of prime fic actually because much as i love the show there there's flaws in everything but it's sure. not say as rock solid as more than meets the eye in terms right. of world building so people write three hundred thousand plus word epics <laughs> fixing things or changing things it's it's also a great thing I think it's like Star Wars in that if you want to make an original character or something like that, you can fit it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Between the tr between the cracks and uh, behind yes. the scenes, between... Yeah, it's like what's going on around the corner. There you is a corner for everyone. Everyone is welcome. You will find something that you like. Awesome. That's Fair. the genius of this show, too. Yeah, I... I, I, I agree. I mean, because I mean, again, we you know we we've all said it countless times, but that's that's what's so great about Transformers fandom is just how 
inclusive it is. Yes. And it's, again, I just, you know, my listeners are probably getting tired of me saying this because I think I've said it in just about every interview, but it's like, I, I appreciate uh, getting to know fans that aren't me. You know what? I like how enthusiastic you are about this part of the fandom that you were not so familiar with. Right. Because even now, there's been a few guys that have come up, and I used I had a zine here. It sold out. It was Cosmos slash Soundwave, XRID. Thank you, John Barber. Oh, I, I love made it. 20 pages. It's adorable. Two guys picked it up, yeah. saw Soundwave on it, put it down like they were burned, and it's it's fine if it's not your thing. Yeah, I, sure. I, it is totally fine, but it's. You could be a little more chill about it. I also have a tailgate cyclonist thing in here. A guy turned to it, said, oh, no, and left. And I hope I hope they don't listen to this, but... Like, <laughs> no, screw those guys. I, it, it doesn't have to be for you. That's the exactly. beauty of this. That's, but you can tell that correct. there are some people who are less enthusiastic about the direction that this goes. They want it to still be gritty. They want it to be for old dudes, which is strange yeah i i agree i agree and you know i i I guess i guess and and you know not to drag this too far in a too different direction but but no worries what has drawn me or reinvigorated my enthusiasm for transformers fandom is exactly what we're talking about and i feel like i've been kind of driven away from other fandoms because of how toxic it gets Yes, and, and there's toxicity in every fandom, oh, sure. including ours, but I feel oh, like yeah. there's so many spaces here where you can kind of find your corner, be happy, even if something goes down, yeah. it's going to be okay. And it's it's not a big fandom either, so right. you get kind of the same circle of people. Mm-hmm. But Well, and I, I think that's what I like about it also is yes. that, that, that intimacy to it, whereas like the, the fandom for that space yeah. war gets a little too unwieldy. Space Bites, the final space night. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Um, so um, uh, just a couple few more questions for Absolutely. you as, as we wrap up. Um, as, a, as an artist, what, what do you feel your biggest challenge has been? Um, learning to draw robots is a constant, lifelong process. Uh-huh. Um, I find it hard that I work a creative job during the day that's separate from this, uh-huh. and then I go home and... I've been told I've been working like an animal to finish things like this book yeah. in between my day job because it's hard to be creative at home and at work. And I've decided I'll make this a financial thing mm-hmm. instead of just a fun thing. I'm kind of looking forward after the show to it being a fun thing again. Yeah, because like w- when a passion becomes a chore and it becomes yes. a job, it kind of sucks the life that, out of it. That's a the problem bit. with being creative for a living is you monetize your passion. Yes, that, that's an excellent way of putting that. Um, so what's, uh, what's the dream? Um, I'd love to maybe work in an indie feature sometime outside of Transformers animation. That's my thing. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do something official for Transformers sometime. I don't know if I'm there yet. It's, I'm not actively seeking it out, but Mm -hmm. if it happens, make me very happy. Even just a cover or something. Yeah. So IDW, if you're listening... Well, and, and it's kind of interesting because, like, with um, especially with the the new series, the yes. IDW two, you know, we've seen a lot of new covers with a lot of new artists, and that's that's yeah. been really encouraging. I, I think that's great because you kind of get different styles too that are not necessarily the same comic book styles. Mm-hmm. I'm not that into superhero stuff. I don't like 
that kind of comic style as talented as all those guys and gals are. Yeah. I love seeing people painting, seeing people draw in a more cartoony, anime way. Just seeing the variety of fans. And you can tell IDW is keeping an eye on people. Yeah. Like, I would, we would love to have them do something. Very, very cool. And uh, last question uh, before I uh, uh, give you an opportunity to let folks know where we can connect with all of your stuff. Sure. Uh, what advice would you have or wisdom uh, for folks that are, uh, you know, like maybe they've been walking around TFCon all weekend, seeing like all the really cool fan art along with uh, uh, the professional stuff as well. Think, I, I want to give this a shot. Um, you know, folks that maybe want to pursue their own creative interests. What, uh, what advice would you have for the kiddos? Um, draw what you want to draw, first of all. Practice. If you're in school or something, do, mm-hmm. what, do the exercises they tell you to do. But if you draw things that you are passionate about and not just, I think someone will buy this, mm-hmm. you will find your niche. You will find other people who share your interests. Also, take some breaks. Yeah. I haven't taken a break since, I don't know, 2013. <laughs> it's not recommended. Yeah. You should take some time to yourself. I'm looking forward to it. It's great to draw all the time and do what makes you happy if it makes you happy. But you can let your hands rest. You can do something that makes you happy too. That's something that happens to a lot of creatives. Yeah. Also, it's super easy to get a table at TFCon. As long as you do it early, they're happy to have you. So come with your stuff. Excellent advice. That That's the first time I've heard that one. Uh, so that that's good stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it seems like it's very inclusive. Yeah, I don't know what the process is for getting people to table but for me it was just I am interested I will pay for this table and they said welcome I don't know if they looked into me or what <laughs> I imagine so <laughs> <laughs> I got you very cool well um, uh, it's it's been great getting to know you and learning it's more been a pleasure. about your art uh, thank you and uh, before we part ways for now could you let folks know where uh, we can find your art on the internet and how we can connect with you on the social medias uh, yeah for sure um, so my name's Brenna Baines you can find me on Twitter at Pangolin Art so that's P-A-N-G-O-L-I-N-A-R-T so that's where you find most of my stuff where most of my art is links to everything else are there too I'd be happy to see you and talk about memes and whatever is on the mind <laughs> very cool I love it and uh, uh, finally any uh, particular uh, shout outs or any uh, parting thoughts uh, before, uh, before we close out um if you were at TFCon, thanks for coming. You're all my favorites. And if you've never read a Transformers fanfic before, I dare you to go try it. <laughs> You'll have a fun time. Well, actually, you know, on that, what what do you think for, for somebody that's like, I mean, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just call it like it is, like a normie like myself. <laughs> what would be a good place to start? Um, if you have friends who have dipped their toes into things like this, talk to them because <laughs> if you just jump onto archive of our own or onto tumblr mm-hmm. and you don't know what you're doing you're gonna find some interesting things that may there's a lot of like fan etiquette there's a lot of things that we learn how to that we figure out that we don't realize that oh. we figured out okay like in terms of those spaces it's easy don't worry but if you know people who are like i love fan fiction or Etc. I bet you they can wreck something that mm-hmm. you will like, some fan artists that you will like. It's easier to find fan artists than fic writers because that's even more of – that's a whole thing. We're yeah. not going to get into it. We're not going to get into the history of fandom. But 
<laughs> yeah. Well, well, I I appreciate the uh, the brief entree into uh, <laughs> where to go. Maybe I'll do a deeper dive on that with some of my friends at a different time. But uh, again, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank this you has so been much. a lot of fun. By the great all spark and the enigma of combination, the end of all things will be a stigma of my domination. So congratulations, your universe just won a trip, a non-stop direct flight to the one abyss. You can't run from this grip, death's cold hug and kiss, total annihilation, infinite nothingness, courtesy the planet-eating chaos bringer, not a rumor, swirling in space, the cosmos consumer. Coming soon to your moon, a singularity that's signaling the end, an eternal thing of clarity. No disparity between a planet and a side of me to treat myself to eating robot cars with slide seats. Fine with me, I love the taste of gears and metal parts. Picking out my teeth with pieces of the shredded dark. Shark to cons, quintessence. Mm. No one is safe, I won't be satisfied till I eat everyone in space. Still got a lot for later. Go 
gonna eat them to the finish. Tailgate snacks, ramjet ramen, yeah. Utensils are transmetals, keep them coming. And that was Unicontract, the closing track from Spaceverse, the brand new full-length album from Word Burglar. It's available right now on Bandcamp and everywhere else on September 10th. And dropping the day after that on the 11th, uh, which is also uh, Whitaker Weinberger's uh, Bumblebee birthday, it's my interview with Sean Berg, a.k.a. the word burglar from Halifax, Nova Scotia by way of Toronto. He returns to the Mike Seibert Radio podcast, and we're going to talk about the new album and maybe sort out once and for all uh, if uh, G.I. Joe the movie is actually better than Transformers the movie. Um And on next week's show, it's our annual fall TV preview and producer Dave Sanders returns as a guest co-host. You won't want to miss that. And that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to listen to our past shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show. It really does help. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Dave Sanders. My name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, make good choices. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. Email us at MikeSeibertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production.